Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your host, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard, Eric Snow, and my brother, Tasia Dash. Guys, I hope you guys, um, I don't know if you guys stayed up last night to watch that uh, disaster of a national championship last night. That was, that was brutal to watch. It was tough. Um, I think, I think George's backups could have beat them by three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, they got that early touchdown and I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, 10 7. Um, and then from that point on, it was just that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once they kind of got on top of them, it was from a standpoint of then TCU became predictable of how they needed to play and have to play. Then, you know, because if you looked at Georgia's teams that had some success on them through the ball, yeah. um, in you know, last year or so, but if most of those teams weren't down so big where they knew you only had to throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they were eating wings on the sidelines during the game, man. I mean, 65 to seven in the championship. I mean, I felt they, bad. hold up and they pulled back. Yeah, I know. I know it could have been worse. Yeah, they they got the over under by themselves. The over under, and I think Georgia was. Better, I don't think they were 65 to 7 better. Yeah, well, they were saying I mean, that- this, this is the same team that beat Michigan. Michigan beat Ohio State, and Ohio State should have beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So, you just you know, maybe it wouldn't have been, maybe Ohio State, you know, wouldn't have beat Georgia, or maybe it wouldn't have been close if Georgia would have played the way they played last night. But maybe there's a reason why Georgia played that way against Ohio State. They were playing from behind. <laughs> I'm not That's gonna say I'm not gonna ask if Michigan would have done better than TCU because I think anyone would Yes, have. they would have. But but do you think it would have been like a game? Well, I talked to my son about this and he was just saying that Michigan's strength is their offensive line, per se. Um but he felt that the thing that Michigan liked to do and do best, they couldn't really dominate Georgia's front seven. Hmm. So he felt like if you put them in a situation where they had to pass, that's not necessarily their strength. So he didn't think they could beat them, but 
I don't think he would have ever thought it would be like that. Nah, they have to just control the clock and keep Georgia off the field. They, they would have done that. They would have took time off the clock. The game would have, you know, probably been lower. It, they could have easily won by 14 or two or three touchdowns, but the game would have been a lower score. That's what I thought TCU was going to try to do, just kind of dug in and get, like, first downs and just keep the chains moving the clock on. But it was pulling teeth to get a yard, man. They couldn't do anything. Damn. Yeah, that was – Yeah. Fell for Max Duggan, though. Um, you know, I'm sure for those guys, TCU, I mean, getting, getting to that spot where they were, that, that that's a win in, in itself. And I know no moral victories in sports, but I mean, yeah, I, I know I, I, when they beat Michigan, I kind of was like, okay, well, maybe they can, you know, do a little something. And then, um, but you've also seen the way Alabama beat Kansas State. Yeah. And you were like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, although K State had a, had a little bit of a lead in the beginning of that game, K State was actually had, had some fight at the beginning of that game. I thought it was, it was the same way. It, yeah. it, it was next score. Everything it was ten zero, and mm-hmm. then they put off thirty or forty straight. Yeah, I thought they were just going to pull away in like the second half. I didn't think it would be just killing them after that first that first TCU touchdown. But that, yeah. man, brutal. But with the college football season behind us now, that's pretty much a couple more weeks left of the NFL. It's going to be all all NBA and college basketball. So I mean, just us. It's uh, yeah, just us now. Um, uh, and so Sunday we had our game against the uh, the Pistons, um, and that was without Embiid. Um, and so you know we, we beat the Pistons, and we're playing them again tonight. So it's D- Detroit time. Um, so uh, two and one without Embiid in the last three games. Uh, and on Sunday, James Harden scored over twenty four thousand points for his career, putting him twenty seventh all time. Now, Eric, I know you don't like to talk about these all-time type rankings and stuff, but um, Hard was put into the NBA 75 last year, which is obviously an incredible accomplishment within itself. But do you think a ring would put him in the top 25 for a top 50 conversation all-time player? I mean, I, I don't... See, that's tough for me because it's like, one, a lot of those guys that are up there do have rings. Um and I'll give you. I did some. Uh, you want to hear some names? I I, I did the research. I'll, I'll give I'll give you uh, some scenarios, and this is you know, that's why Steph Curry is my scenario. Okay. Um, do you think Steph Curry is better than James Harden? Do y'all think that? Yeah, I, I do. Tasia, career-wise, do you who you think will go down with people saying is the best um, in their career? Well, I mean, who's gonna people are gonna say the guy who won all the rings? Are you taking no, rings no, out no, of I'm it? Saying, no, no. Tell me who you think is the better player. Who do you think is the better player? I think Curry's a better shooter, but I think Harden's a better player. So if you were drafting people right now, you would take Harden over Curry? Right now, I would take Curry. Okay. So anyway. it comes down to what, what you value more. So, so that's what I'm saying. So now most of these people that are doing these rankings, who do you think they would rank first? Ahead Curry. of Curry, right? Yeah. Curry, easily. Yes. Curry has – so if someone comes along – our kid, younger kids, has never seen either one of those play. Those guys play some 30, 40 years from now. 
right now, and I'll add Russell Westbrook in this too. That's why Steph Curry's, that's why I always say you can't necessarily go by numbers. You have to kind of watch and see it and see how things go because James and, and Russell Westbrook has more points, rebounds, and assists than Steph Curry. Yeah. In their career. Doesn't surprise me at all. A lot of people do not know that. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, especially the points. The points is what surprises me. The other stuff doesn't surprise me. Oh, yeah, points. It's, the points, I don't even think it's close. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't even think what James, you said is 27. I'll be surprised if Steph is top 40. You have to look it up. I know one one time that I looked, he, he had just cracked like 50. All right, I'm doing it right now. That was maybe last year. Wow. And what's uh, the age? What's the age difference between the two of them? How many more years did a year or so? Oh, wow. I know you know they've all missed their share of games. I mean, yeah. you know, Russ missed this almost a season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just say like Curry is NBA forty third. He wow. is for just under for about about thirty two hundred points less. A lot's a lot. <laughs> and wow. he's not young. <laughs> Dude, Chris Paul, I mean, yeah, Chris Paul's in the league. Chris, right? has, Chris has more points and assists, not rebounds. Yeah, Chris has more points than Curry, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that that's why I don't get into all of these rankings because it's like you got people to look at stats and be like, no, he should be, well, this is this stat. He do this. Steph Curry is my guy that just kind of nudges all that away because mm-hmm. you can't look at he. Just, that's that's my example of why you can't just look at stats. Because I think also comes out specialties too, right? Curry is the best at what he does best, and maybe the best of all time of what he does best, right? Yes, so but that's what I'm saying. Like like Harden's not the but, best at but people, any of the things he does well. But people look at a guy that, you know, and I've had a guy that's a, a huge Steph Curry um, fan, and I play devil's advocate, and I'm saying, well, what makes him, you know, the top point guard? Like, what makes him one of the top point guards? And he was like, I said, well, what is, what is, what is like, what is he the top of? I said, that shows, I said, because, I said, you guys are confusing me. When when we say another guy is great because they won, they say, "Well, why does winning matter?" But then Steph Curry is in there majority of times because he wins. Mm-hmm. Um, if Steph didn't win championships, people wouldn't. He'd be the same guy. People wouldn't look at him the same. Yeah. He'd be he'd be in the Harden category. If if they would, so that's what I'm saying. So you can't tell me winning don't doesn't matter. It definitely because, does. And his ability to 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 because making. Here's what I said to him. He was like, well, he's the best shooter of all time, this and that. I said, well, if a guy has more points and the guy's the best shooter in the world and he made, he made the most threes in the world and another guy made has more points, what's the difference? That guy got more points. Doesn't matter how they got him. Mm-hmm. He has more points and he has less, but he shoots a great three. Well, that's why the ring argument becomes a play with these kind <laughs> of conversations. You. So that's why I don't want people to tell me that winning doesn't matter. The eyeball doesn't matter. It's just stats. Definitely does. Steph Curry is that. He's the, the ring, the eyeball. You got to watch him, and you can't watch him and be like, nah, they better than him. If you watch him, you think that. 
But if you you go look at just stats, you're gonna be like, well, how? So right away, when I was looking at this, I got rid of the whole guys who have rings because when you're when you're close to another guy and he has a ring and you don't, he's gonna nudge you out. He's gonna he, if you're close to him in stats, he'll nudge you out. I, that's my personal opinion and how I usually see it. So I start looking at guys on the top fifty list. I think ESPN, Complex, Bleacher Report, a bunch of them. I, I separated the guys that they named that didn't have rings. Yeah. In the top fifty, those are the guys that I'm like, okay, who is hard and passing out of these guys, right? Those are the kind of guys I look for. So you got, I, I named them all. So Stockton, Nash, Westbrook, Pistol Pete, uh, Chris Paul, Carmelo, McGrady. Baylor was weird. So Baylor didn't play on the team that won, but he played earlier in the season for them. So technically, no. But they list him kind of like a maybe. Ewing, Gervin, Reggie Miller, Barkley, Carl uh, Malone, Irison, and Adrian Danley. Those are the guys that were named on the three or four top 50 list that I saw that did not have rings. So then you start comparing just stats to hardened stats is what I, I would I would say to do. Um, and if that's the case, if he keeps playing this way, yeah, I think Harden deserves to be in the top 50, at least top 50. I don't know, man. I, I just, I just think it's tough to, um, look at different eras. That's, that's why I don't get into it. It's just different eras, different yeah. times. Yeah. Um, because it may be unbiased. But it's hard for me to say a guy had more impact on the game and dominated the game from the two guard position more than AI if if you aren't named Kobe and, and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, maybe I'm biased. I've had people tell me that Dwayne Wade was better than AI. I don't really agree with that, but I don't even know what Dwayne Wade does agree with that because I know how, how how D Wade feels about AI. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but man, that's why we're number three. You know, Wade, what I'm but Wade has the ring argument. Yes. Well, yeah, three of them. I mean, that's eliminates it. Yeah. And he got one. He was MVP. He played well. Yep. Um. So. But Jerry West, where is he in this? See, we don't know because we didn't watch him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So how do we just throw everybody in front of him then? We don't know. Mm. But I think in a way. Where, where's where's Clyde Drexler in this? Is, you, you're trying to tell me Clyde Drexler wasn't as good as Dwayne Wade? Or is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, and he hopped on, he, he hopped on a winning team in the end. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and some of the guys that even did get rings, they hopped on like championship teams that were already probably going to win anyway, right? Like, uh, well, Gary was he Payton. still Clyde Drexler before he won a ring? Gary Payton, for instance, that's a good example. He won with the Miami Heat in like what two thousand something? The same year, yeah, 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 yeah. same team, same yeah. away team. I think it was just back. But he's still, there. but he's still the first ballot Hall of Fame, top seventy five yeah. player too. Absolutely, yeah. I think they said Payton's one of the few guys that's like top something at. Like top high tops and points and assists. Yes, and a and, badass defender. And, and people never really bring up his name ever. No, he he, he gets shafted <laughs> a lot actually. Yeah, like he's not even a top ten. Like it's which is crazy yeah. to me. All these guys they mentioned, I seen him play against all those guys. Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel like he's gotten more traction lately. It's weird how guys haven't played in so long. Then all of a sudden you start to see them get a little more appreciated out of nowhere, right? Because I used to look at lists. I look at this stuff all the time periodically. And um, I, like, I'd say like five years ago, AI wasn't cracking like top 50 on like all these publication lists. But now he's like, top, you look at the list now, he's like top 30, 35 on many people's lists. Because a lot of these people that are voting now or saying having things to say are the younger people that was watching him play. Yeah. yeah they, they, they had more of an appreciation for it. They have more of appreciation for him. Where the guys that were voting it in right after you retired or the haters yes. he had during his, during his time. People that didn't like him or, you know, yep. did seem differently kind of like, no, nah, he didn't do this and that because the whole mm-hmm. thing was mm-hmm. like, you didn't win. You didn't win a championship. You were this, and you were bad off the court. So it felt like I don't have anything to do with this. Yeah, my favorite, Kobe's better. Well, that doesn't mean he's bad. <laughs> exactly. What, you, what, what happened to this whole like? Mark like look, just because somebody's video. better, don't make you bad. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about how like uh, the guy, uh, um, um, uh, someone for the Believe Network. I forgot who it was. We were talking about Marcus. Who Pac-Man, he, he, I was like, why is he talking Mahomes? He because he likes Burrow. I was like, why can't you guys be good? Why do you have to talk it's Mahomes? Like like, that's what this whole, like, with LeBron and MJ and all these, like, you can't say LeBron is good without somebody saying MJ's better. Like, what? Like, Yeah, you can't. <laughs> that's not what I was talking about. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I know. It's, it's yeah, it's. it's why weird. can't they both just be excellent? That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know, this you guys are younger than me. This whole ranking um generation, they messed y'all all up, man. With all these well, rankings. I'd say that the top fit the original top fifty list came out in the nineties, though. They didn't ra- they didn't rank the players, but it That's said the difference. Guys. They didn't rank them. They didn't rank them, but but they said these guys are a step above, right? So yeah, top, top seventy five. And it was maybe only from what I heard, it was probably four or five guys that were like should have got in. It wasn't like a big list of people that should have got in. Oh, that weren't in, you mean? Yes, they weren't in. Mm-hmm. Dominic Wilkins come to mind. I'm a guy like Alice English who didn't even get in top 75. True. Um, he was on the when they did the top 50, he, he was, was on, on the verge of the top players. 50. Yeah. I know it's so it's weird, right? It's weird. So um yeah. even with the top 75, it's like how many people were there that people were like, man, he should have got in. Less than I can make an argument. I think we talked about this like, like a last year. Dwight Howard was one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, but it was less than 10 people. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. That list isn't really big for people you feel, whoever you felt got shafted. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a really big list. I mean, mm-hmm. for the most part, they it's, it's accurate. It's just, you know, yeah. the older guys that no one, you know, like our age or whatever, seen play, it's just hard to have a guy like – him on there, and maybe he averaged 14, 15 points, and then you have another guy, like you say, Dwight Howard, that averaged 20 and 15. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it's, the time is just so different. So with as far as James um, top 50, I mean, I guess he has, he has an argument. He has an argument. Um, and I, I think it's just depends on who's who's picking, who's voting, who's picking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like him, but they like his style, whether they, you know, Think that what he does is effective and good basketball. Um, he has helped change the game. That's another little thing on his record too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was for the better or the worse. Yeah, not only changed. That's another thing. Like I don't really get into someone changed the game. Like I don't. 
you didn't necessarily change the game. Like even with Steph, they say he changed the game. Like the game is still played, it's still basketball. I mean, people take three point shots and shoot them from deep. Like that ain't like you. It's still teams that don't play that way. Like mm-hmm. it's a few guys that shoot from deep. Like it's not the whole league shooting from. He changed okay. the emphasis then. No, because they people start like people were. Gilbert Arenas did that when I played against him. He was shooting that deep. He was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bashi man. My mood did it. Like I mean, guys were. It was done, but it was considered a bad shot back then. Yeah, it wasn't their game. Curry does it fifteen well, uh, times a game now. But though. Curry wouldn't. Curry wouldn't play like that with us because you were able to have a hand or a form on his hip. He's Would you be close. you'd be doing that like thirty five feet away from the basket though with him? What I'm saying is you did it to control. You didn't do it to prevent him from getting a shot. You did it to control him which direction he would go to try to keep him on one half of the court to try to cut down the court to make it harder for them to score. If you can send him on one side, you cut down the court, you know which side's a strong side, which side's a weak side, you're able to take away lanes, and now everybody behind you knows where he's at, where he's going. You're keeping him on one side, most likely his weak hand or whichever direction you want him to go or send him away from their strength or send him away from the direction of the play he's trying to run. It's just part of a scheme, but he's too good of a player to consistently take shots from that deep with somebody on his hip. He would have found different ways to make it happen. I'm not saying that he wouldn't have been effective. He would have been effective, but he wouldn't have been effective like that. You know what I'm saying? He would have been effective of maybe coming off screens or getting the ball and, 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 you know, give and go, like different ways he would have did it. But that's why guys weren't really shooting it from that far because it wasn't considered a good shot. That's what I mean by changing the game. Like he made that's not, that a not that's bad not really, shot. That's what I'm saying, but that's not changing the game. That's the, the rules allows them to do that because no one can force you into that predicament where they are have their, their hand checking you or their form regarding yes. you. So yeah, yeah. he didn't come in and make them change that. They changed that because of the way we were playing and they didn't like it. Yeah. So that's so now all they're doing is just taking advantage of what the rules are now. He yeah. can't defend me, he can't play me tight. So now I'm gonna spread this offense. I'm gonna make him come out here and guard me and I'm gonna shoot this deep shot. Mm-hmm. Now his ability to do it is what makes him special. But I don't think it's necessarily changing the game because you don't see every team that's having everybody do it. <laughs> you know I mean, what I'm yeah, because some just, guys will just get benched for that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's just him and Dame and Trey Young. Like, I see Trey Young. I yeah. see consistently doing it. I see other guys shooting them. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about if I was coming in and I felt like, hey, if it's three guys in the league that I got to guard, I got to. I got. I better have some toes and heels at half court if I'm guarding them. Mm-hmm. It'll be th- those three guys. Paul George pulls up for some long ones too. Not like them guys. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just saying like th- those three guys. I'm thinking heel, in my mind that I got to guard them off the bus. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you who's take way back the Sixers. Maxie's on his way to there too. He he pulls up deep. He doesn't do it 15 times a game. Yeah, but the, the difference is when he pulls up deep and he missed, you ever seen the body language of Joel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a big difference between the You know what the body language is saying? You're not stepped in that body language. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like, That's the difference. Right, Steph missed those shots. They'd be like, shoot it again. Mm-hmm. 
Look at the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's a problem. A lot of guys in their heads are like, I can do that too. I can shoot that. I can make that yeah. consistently. Yeah, they do it twice. And they, they're, their coach tells them never do that again, and that's it. Yeah. The end of that. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, the next topic here. So this is interesting. Uh, so last week, or I think two weeks ago, we had a. Uh, it was actually after the Raptors game. Uh, we talked about Pascal Siakam. How how, how do we stop him? We had a, a crap ton of Raptors fans uh, comment on the uh, the video, the clip, um, and you know some were saying that they had talked about um, that team's kind of like imploding right now. Scotty Barnes. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on with their coaching staff, the players, and all that stuff there. Um, and so it's rumors now that coming out um, that at one unnamed Eastern Conference scout said they're a talented team, yet it just hasn't worked out. And there's possible rumors with trade deadline co- coming up soon in the next like, few months. Um, I think a lot of these guys could be on their way. Um, so my question to you guys is, which Raptors player do you think would fit the best with us currently? Go ahead, Tasia. You can go first. You're that um, money guy. Yeah, yeah. I would say... No, okay. So I, yeah, I did. With our situation, it's tough. The only way we could do anything like that would be goodbye Tobias and to another team, and that'd be tough. I I answer the question just as if take our team right now and who would fit best with just us, right? Um, I went uh, Ananobi is who I I chose. I didn't I didn't choose their best player, most dynamic player. I chose Ananobi. Um, I just think career thirty seven percent three point shooter, seventeen and six last three seasons, two steals and a block. Um, he's six seven, a really good defender. He could play that three. He could guard the Tatum's and the Browns of the world because we only have anyone who could do that right now. Um, I just think he would fit perfectly for what we need. Um, right now, if you just ch- if you took took him, plucked him, put him in our team, um, not very plausible because he makes eighteen, nineteen, or something around there. Um, and again, to do something like that, a we need to give up a lot of assets because uh. Toronto doesn't play with as far as getting screwed on trades. They do not get screwed on trades and it would take shipping out Harris, bringing out someone else in, but I, and Anobi for, would be my choice uh, for our team. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, that was my choice. And if I had to go with someone different, you know, I was thinking, was it Roche? I was thinking him sort of because of his, Height and maybe he can play with Joel a little bit, I, and I he kills like, us every time he plays us. Yeah, I do like him a little <laughs> bit because he he, he kind of gives us something we don't have. You know, a three point shooting with a little more size and height. Yeah, it's true. Um, if not him, then little G, Trent, Gary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean the best player is. I think your pick is is the. The, probably the best fit, but I do think those other two can fit as well. I just think with Barnes, he needs he kind of is a, has that point. Yeah, I, I like I, I like Scotty the best. Yeah, I just I like think he's the best fit for our team. Yes, and plus I don't think they're moving them. Yes, I think I just think Barnes has the ball in his hands too much. OG can score without having the ball in his hands a lot, which which is exactly they're, what they're, we're they're, they're they're not moving um, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, or I mean Siakam, he just has the ball in his hands too much, and we already have. Sorry. I believe they'll move Siakam before they move Barnes. Maybe just because of contract and age. Not that Siakam's old by any means. What? Because of skill. And ceiling. But that was one of the complaints I read too. They're a little some people in the organization. He's only 21 years old, man. Yeah, they're a little upset that he hasn't really gotten better from last year to this year. 
he hasn't improved in a lot of parts of his games. They are the, some of the things floating out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've seen his offseason workouts. He works out. You, I don't know how you can when um you got you know other guys trying to shoot ball every time they get it. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Maybe they just have too many. They have too many guys. Too many light sized guys. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like it's a lot of redundancy on that team too, right? Like Trent, uh, 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 um. Then Fleet, not the same player, but smaller guys who jack up threes. And you got Siakam and Barnes are kind of fitting that three-four range. Who have the ball in their hands and create for other people a lot. It just—I I don't know. I feel like they have a lot of redundancy. They, they maybe get rid of. Uh, why do you think it hasn't worked? Do you think it's just because they have too many of the same type of guy? Because they have a really talented team, and they were definitely trending up last year. No, I think some some injuries early in the season, and I just think. Um... Really good team on paper. But, but the one thing I think this really happened is I don't think Van Vliet has played well this year. No, he's been dinged up and he has not had his best season. Um, and I think that – I think they have the type of team that they kind of need everyone that plays to be who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, he, I, he, and he's the one that's not like any of those other guys. Uh-huh. So what was the one thing that – in playing against them, what was our biggest concern with them? Was what was I's transition was offensive rebound. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So if he's not really and, breaking, and they can the, they can switch because they have a lot of. He's big not guys. breaking down the defense and getting there and making shots and getting you in pick control and call, pick and roll and causing trouble. A lot of those offensive rebounding opportunities aren't coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I said it when when we play him, I'm like he just don't look the same. I don't know if he's injured or what. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I think the injuries and just some guys just – I don't – I think it's – guys just hadn't played that way. From what know? I've heard, Trent's probably first to go. So I mean, Easier to move. First yeah. to go – first to go doesn't necessarily mean that you can't play. That just means that you – Oh, yeah, you, no, you're, totally. You're more desired. He, yeah. he fits – his style and way he plays – along with his salary, fits more teams. Yes. Yes, for sure. I think you might even get more takers for him than a Van Fleet. Yeah. I mean, his, you know, his, the shooting is always a premium, though. Mm-hmm. Shooting, he plays defense. Yeah. And he's cheaper. Size. Yeah. So. I saw some Sixers fans would, would like us to get the Cameroonian uh, uh, low post with MB uh, and uh, – and a Siakam, do you think there would be any plausible way we could get to flip Tobias for uh, – how would the money work on that one, Tobias for Siakam now? Not money. Toronto wouldn't say yes to that. Well, no, you, you throw some sweeteners in there. You give them some, some first-round picks and pick swaps. We only really have that, that conditional possible 29th if the 25 and 27 don't convey. That's not moving the needle, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lateral, that's a lateral move to me. I don't, I don't yeah. See. Now, I, if you I, did – now, okay, big Maxi fan, Marcus. How about – Siakam and Trent for Maxi and Harris. He, you said Maxi, he ain't gonna make a trade. That's tough, right? That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. How is that tough? How you how you think Maxi's the best player, the second best player on the team, and you consider it that trade? Well, no, that's all you've been talking. That's all you've been talking about was how good Maxi is. How can you even consider that trade if that's the case? We talked about Kevin Durant coming here, and you talk about as long as we keep Maxi. That's true. And now you won't consider this trade. (laughs) 
Well, I will. I, 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 in his defense for that one, in his defense for that one, Siakam and Trent are still very young. So it keeps your window open long, too. Right. With Durant and that Durant deal, it was we win the next year. The same stuff y'all say, the same stuff y'all say about Tobias. You know, you guys will be saying about um, Siakam Siakam. when he gets here. That's true. Or worse. Tell you what, though, just saying Harden, Trent, uh, Tucker, Siakam, Embiid, pretty good. <laughs> I feel like we'd have a lot more. I, I feel like Sixer fans would would dog on um, Siakam a lot more because he, he's a he's a ball dominant guy, and that's another ball dominant guy. We we yeah, have at least, yeah. at least Tobias is fitted to this you know this a shooter role that he's in right now. Oh, Harris fits more. He'll be do for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if you had like Trent, if you had Trent and Maxi and not Harden. Then I think you can go a little more Siakam with a little more of a ball dominant player, but Siakam and Harden I don't think would just work. I don't think it would work that well. Yeah, and Embiid, it's too much, man. There's one ball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's not a bad trade, right? Okay. I don't know. Hey, Eric's got me feeling insecure about my <laughs> about me wanting that. Yeah, trade your maxism. You know? You're, you're you maxed out on maxi. On maxi, man, and now all of a sudden y'all just. You know, maybe you know, it away. <laughs> you know, he hasn't played in a few in, a, in about a month. You know, maybe so just giving him away. He, he gets injured, and all of a sudden you give him away. Mm-hmm. A few you more, you wouldn't even couldn't even trade him for KD this summer, man. <laughs> He's maxed out on Maxi. Yeah, no, like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with Maxi. Give, give it a week or two when he, when he starts looking like the normal Maxi we know. Starts jacking up and hitting thirty-five footers again. Oh yeah, the, the, the Steph Curry shots. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right, just asking. <laughs> All right. Uh, final topics. We have our predictions. Uh, so uh, tonight we are hosting the Pistons again. Uh, we are a thirteen and a half point favorite. Uh, Embiid. Uh, he's been upgraded to questionable to play tonight. So there's a chance we might see some Embiid action tonight against the Pistons. Thirteen and a half point favorite at home. What do you guys have in this one? We'll win, but we will not cover. Joel doesn't play. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Emphatic cover, not cover this this week. All right. Um, it opened as nine. It's thirteen and a half now. I'd like to see what happens when MB is declared out. It jumped up when that uh, that upgrade happened this morning because I think people. Oh, think oh really? The possibility of him playing went up four and a half points, huh? Because he went to shoot around today, so that's a that's a big. That's a big so I'm very curious because if it doesn't go down that much at all, then I'd be happy taking us because I think they're trying to bait people into taking the Pistons on a very large spread if we have no Embiid. Um, if it I'm, taking the, I'm taking the Pistons with or without him, Joel. Wow. Okay. And, and Tucker was at shoot around again today as well. So that's another another person who – We'll win, but we won't cover. Yeah. I'll, I'll – I'll say we're going to win for now. I reserve my, my opinion. Just my non-monetary. Well, you know, what, what do you mean? It, it all depends on what the line movement is. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we look. I like Eric's answer on this one. With or without MB, he's sticking with his his plus 13 and a half on that one. All right, I'll do a stipulation. You want to stipulate? I'll do a stipulation. Yeah. If, if we don't move the line more than two points. It, g- give me an if if with MB without. Yeah. Well, no, that's not fair. Oh, bro. Okay, okay. With with Embiid, <laughs> we will not cover. How about this? With Embiid, we will not cover 13 and a half. If we move it down like two points without him, I think we cover, which is really weird. Okay. All right. No, All just, right. 
Uh, so, uh, last one, uh, Thursday night, uh, Thunder, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder travels to Philadelphia to play us. Uh, line has not come out yet. Don't know if we'll have Embiid or any of our other guys. I have a feeling like if Embiid does not play tonight, he'll definitely play in that game on Thursday. Uh, but we'll see. Um, so who do you guys have Thunder Thursday? We'll win it. We got to get ready for this road trip that's coming up. So we got to win these home games. So I'm looking at this. Okay. Uh, okay. See, man, not joke lately. They, they, seriously, they're 18 and 22, won three out of their last four Mavs, Wizards, and Celtics. Good victories. Um, they're playing. Oh, yeah, they're playing the Heat, and they, they obliterated the Celtics. Like they made people on like the the all the talk shows question the Celtics. That's how bad they beat them. It's true. Um, I don't know about all that, but still, um, if they beat the Heat tonight, it's another good victory. That's four out of five if they win tonight. Um, I, I'll take us, and we don't know what the spread is yet, but I would, I would, I'm, I'm taking us in that game with or without a beat. Yeah, there you go. There's some conviction behind that one, at least. There's no spread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no spread to it. Yeah, you're something else, dude. Hey, uh, <laughs> you no, know, play the ball as it lies. All right, fellas. Well, hopefully we uh we the next time we see each other on Friday, we're we're two and zero with or without Embiid. Another, yes. another um. All right, guys. Well, we'll see all you guys. Right, take Friday. it easy. Bye, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.